0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hi, I'm Mel, and I'm Trish, and this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as you say. I like that. I like that That one too. That was mine. (laughs) That
2: was mine.
1: (laughs) Hi, 50ishers. It's Mel and Trish. Welcome to another episode of Don't Give a 50 a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a 50 like us. Damn straight. Damn straight, love. Shout out to one of our 50ish tribe, Kathy, who sent us an awesome message regarding our chat with Susan the Maven. She wrote, Thank you for bringing Susan onto your show and having this conversation so openly. It would be so wonderful to have an open room forum with you two beauties interviewing Susan live. Wow. There's a thought. There's, There's a, a thought. thought. <laughs> oh, the places we weird. could go. <laughs> would be
2: up for that. <laughs> that might. Surprise you. <laughs> yeah. If <laughs> Gosh, you've listened to it, you
1: yeah, know she was cool. Open conversations for women who may be so tainted by childhood ideas around sex and intimacy are so important. Please have Susan on again. Just awesome. You guys rock. And PS, are you going to share your thoughts and experiences from your goodies bag?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so sad mine's still in its box. <laughs> <Yeah>. Really? Oh, <laughs> we're busy girls. We're busy yeah, girls. Also, I, tell you what, I think we should practise what we preach sometimes. You know? Okay. Get these brilliant what guests are, in and, you know, we need to start taking give, action. Oh, okay. All right.
1: So breaking out the goodies Is box. Is a dare? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch this space. Watch this space 50 issues. <sighs> so funny. So, Trish, the big M word, menopause, it seems to worm its way. I plane. thought you were talking about me. me, 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 me. Me? Me? It seems to worm its way into so many of our conversations on
2: Don't Give a 50, doesn't it? It does. Well, that's part of our promise. You know, we were yeah. going to talk about those subjects that weren't being talked in mainstream. Although I do believe that not since we've started, like it's not we've started the revolution. I think we're part of yeah. the revolution. That it's, it's a conversation that's being had more freely. Mm-hmm. What I do wonder is, is that because we're in this age group, or, mm. is, and we're noticing it. We're more
1: aware. Or, yeah. Yeah, poss- quite possibly. But anyway, all for it. We don't want to hyper-focus on menopause, but we do have to touch on it. It's, it's unavoidable. We're not going um, to talk
2: about dry vaginas every week, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: promise. But today we are taking the conversation into more specific territory, and that is sex during menopause. So we're doing this in response to requests we've received from within our 50-ish tribe. So, I mean, let's face it, like, it can be tricky for many yes. of us,
2: and, and not women. necessarily talking. Oh, well, there's so many aspects of it, isn't it? There's libido, and then there's hormonal changes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think today will be more a deep dive in those kind of hormonal changes and physically mm. what that does. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. How to address that?
1: We also want to talk about sex post chemotherapy, and that's a yeah, um, big one for well, a lot of, of ladies. Correct, because there's so many of us who are directly impacted by cancer and the treatment of cancer. And And some of those um, some of those treatments impact sex because they impact us physiologically. Exacerbate,
2: but I was too scared. Exacerbate, but I gave it a crack. yeah. Good Always girl, give it a crack, ladies. I
1: love you for that, Trish. You're yeah. so freaking awesome. Well, these
2: words come in. Sometimes it's hard mm. to get them out. Mm. But and that's another episode. And also. for me, <laughs> we'll do that one. We will yeah, get onto we'll, that.
3: We'll do that
1: one. So, depending on the type of treatment, sex can become extremely challenging, and we're hoping to shed some light on that today. So, we've invited Dr. Karen Bain on back into the studio to chat about this very topic. The so gorgeous. So we love Karen. her, and we've decided Karen is the general practitioner in residence. Don't <laughs> give a. Yeah fifty. So yeah. any of our medical episodes, we'll just get Karen back yeah, in.
2: Sounds great. Yeah she's that. Di-
1: she's difficult to pin down. She's a busy, busy girl but But you know, we
2: pay so well. <laughs> If we don't. <laughs> All of our interviews are for free.
1: Nah, they are for free. They're just women generously, you yeah. know, donating and giving their time. As we do, yeah, yeah, we do. Women supporting
2: some. women. Dale. Yeah. So we hope you get a lot out of this one. Welcome, Dr. Karen. It's so good to have you back again. Thank you for so having me back. To have
1: you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That we are missing a table. So we were sitting around a table last time you were here, and that's um, Dave's. Got rid of that for it's some reason. got a reason, revamp, and I quite like it. Yeah, I don't mind the They're revamp. The yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: it's a big...
2: Although um, I'm looking straight casual. into a ring light, I feel like I'm in an interrogation room.
3: I've got a good view of your beautiful dress. Oh, thank yes. you <laughs> so
2: much. My beautiful dress that I shamelessly copied directly off my co-host Melinda.
1: And I'm all for that, yes. Trish. I'm
2: all for that. On sale do- at Gorman, ladies.
1: <laughs> we don't do run,
2: the, don't balk.
1: We don't do the scarcity mentality. Remember, no. here we're not. We at all. like to share. We like to, yes. you know, yes, yes, yes. more abundance. is abundant. I read about yes. that just recently. Yeah, it's abundance awesome. mentality. Yeah. I'm very happy it. to share yeah. that sort of stuff. Because it's it's a compliment. It is, it is absolutely so in the dress. Yeah. Yeah. So you went yeah. out and got the dress, yeah. and you look amazing in the dress. So Karen's gonna go and get the <laughs> dress. I should be on bloody commission with yeah, you Gorman. Should, anyway, sorry, we need to start talking about sex. Yeah. But before <laughs> that, before that, and Barry will be loving this, won't he? He'll be rubbing his hands together, going, Yay! And <laughs> I
2: hope it's his <laughs> hands he's <laughs> rubbing together. Sorry, Barry, that it's was really so inappropriate. I didn't think about that. At, at all. This is okay.
3: what we'll okay. want, Barry.
2: <laughs> That's That's a conversation. Maybe we need to actually get Barry, our producer, on the show to tell us what he's learnt, editing our podcasts. Our Don't Give a 50 50 50 podcast.
1: Yeah, Um, Yeah. that's fun. Um, So, Karen, we have decided. Uh, Barry um, and Dave. Okay, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We have decided that you are actually our GP in residence at the Don't Give a 50 (laughs) podcast. So, yes, we've elevated you (gasps) to a position. It's a pro bono role.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I won't retire.
1: Okay. No, (laughs) please don't. So we need to start with the basics though okay so um, and then we'll go from there so tell us what
2: does menopause actually mean and when does it occur and just before you go down that track I know Mm -hmm. for our regular listeners we have talked about this before and we talk about it often but it's a conversation we need to keep happening and also there's people joining us all the time so yeah to touch base on that I think is always very important very very good point Mm -hmm. Trish thank you Melinda (laughs) I do have them occasionally. So, so okay.
3: sorry,
1: yeah. We,
2: we better get back to Karen. We
3: have You haven't. You poor thing. You've hardly I'm spoken laughing, a
2: yeah.
3: word. <laughs> this is you've... the easiest interview. Ever.
1: Yes, <laughs> I don't have to do anything. I just sit here and laugh. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's yeah. Let's go back. So, what does menopause actually mean, mm. and when does it occur? Right.
3: It's it's look. It's quite difficult because you've got perimenopause, menopause, and then postmenopause. Okay. And menopause is really, uh, medically, is a year after your last period. So very few people know when their last period was, let alone keep track of the year after it, okay? Mm. It's kind of important to know that just for health reasons later on, if you have postmenopausal bleeding, for instance. So that's probably the only reason you need to have a bit of a date in your mind of a year ago, I
2: stopped having periods. So I'm going to be really self-indulgent here. (laughs) I have a marina, Mm. so therefore I don't have a regular period and I was occasionally spotting. So it's hard to know with that sort of like for other ladies who may have marinas or or Mm. whatnot to know where you are in that process. Is and then then getting blood tests can change from day to day. So what, you know, for me, like I, I did have a spot for those of you interested <laughs> a couple of months ago. But since then, nothing. <laughs> like. for you, those of you out there following along my perimenopause journey,
3: <laughs> I'll give you an update.
2: <laughs> oh, is that time. oversharing? Is that part of my whole oversharing it's nice thing? Yeah, <laughs> we'll I, I think I think that the key is with that
3: is if you had another if you were spotting three months ago, you're still having yes. bleeding. Okay. If it was a year since you last spotted, and I appreciate that's difficult to know sometimes. Yeah. Then you might want to look into it. But of course, you've got other symptoms of perimenopause, which isn't just yes bleeding stopping or having heavy periods or lighter periods. So just, just maybe a little little note in the diary. A little yeah. note in the diary. You've got all those great apps now that, you know, you know contract your period things. and things like that. It's also awesome. you just yeah. put the date in when your period started, put it when it stopped, and then you can yeah.
2: – I didn't know that there oh, were apps. so easy. Yeah, I think yeah. Flow. This is something. I, I think I, think I paid about $80 per year subscription <laughs> and never put anything
3: in. If you have an Apple phone, uh, they've got, you know, on their health – Data. Oh you yeah, can just go straight to their health data and put it in there. Okay. Yeah. Stop it. Easy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's our kind such yeah. St- yeah. such tangents, but that's very helpful information. <laughs> Sorry. Honestly, oh, <obviously>, yeah. <laughs> <this>, the stuff on <laughs> those <heard>. smartphones. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Jeez, we get on, off on <laughs> some
3: tangents. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, so so you got yep. your perimenopause. So that's yep. the time up until menopause, and that can be quite some time. That can start in your forties. Like in mm. your forty, you might be getting. You might get the odd hot flush, you might get the odd, you know, um, night sweat, starting getting erratic periods, that sort of thing. And often people don't realise that it might be perimenopause. Yeah. Or, or they might. Have, you might be a bit anxious, a bit of depression mm. all the time.
2: Sorry, I just had to tell Karen to get back on mic.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. So th- those, mm. and that's important because a lot of the time, historically, I guess, that's when women, oh, you're just, you know, you're... You're just anxious. You're just. No, that's
2: all right. No, Karen, I actually really resonate with that because I found I've always had a bit of Anxiety and anxious mm. feeling, or whatnot, and it wasn't until I got older that I started to actually name that and recognise it for what it was. Mm-hmm. I think a lot when we're younger, we've just got that "oh, just get on with it" mentality. Yeah. yeah. And then it really kind of impacted me to a point of having to go and see a GP about it, and mm. in turn medication, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But during that perimenopause, that that kind of really heightened. And when Mm. I saw my GP about it, it was the common kind of, or the thought process was that if you have ever had a tendency to feel anxious Mm. or a tendency towards depression or any of that, that what you can normally deal with in everyday life, when you hit Perry, it can just feel like Mm. the rug's been pulled out Mm -hmm. and stuff that you could normally name talk yourself through whatever, Mm -hmm. you can't anymore.
3: That's absolutely right, Trish. And then there's about, I think it's about 25% of women will get some anxiety or depression through their perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause.
2: And that's Uh, a conversation I've had with so many women Mm -hmm. around our age group and, you know, it's not uncommon for them to be on any depressants or or whatnot during that stage.
3: Exactly. And it's not often recognised and also... Some people don't need to be on the uh, antidepressants, anti-anxieties. It depends. I think if you know what's going on, you might think, oh, because there are often waves of it, you know, because it's a sort yeah, of hormonal yeah, fluctuation. Absolutely. So you might yeah. think, okay, I'm, I'm mm. feeling a bit anxious, but that's probably going to pass in a few days. I mean, obviously, mm. if it's crippling anxiety or depression and actually you can't get on with your life, you yeah. need to yep. have more Overwhelming treatment.
2: sadness. And that mm. was part of my journey was it was an overwhelming sadness. Logically, I knew that everything was right mm-hmm. i had a very good life everything was fine there was no need for overwhelming sadness mm-hmm. at that point but mm-hmm. yet even naming it talking it through in my own head i still went to that place so yeah. yeah but as you're saying identifying it and then having your own toolbox of how you can deal with it
3: exactly and also know? knowing look some of this is this is my body my my brain is acting on these hormones, it's reacting to hormones. Mm. It's not necessarily not how you're really feeling. You, you yes. your body is yeah. making you feel depressed. Right. But maybe that's just a transient thing. Yes. For yeah. Some people.
2: Yeah. And, you know, and recognizing that and then going and seeing a GP mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. going and seeing a therapist or investigating ways, okay, when I feel like this, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. You need to give yourself permission. To whatever it is that makes Absolutely. you feel better, if yeah. it's sleep in the middle of the day, yes, you need to do it.
3: Yeah, it's about
2: yeah being kind to yourself. If it's watching <laughs> Netflix for an entire weekend, then you need to do it. Seriously,
1: I give myself permission. I give myself yeah. permission I love, at this I point love. in
2: my life because that, I need it for my mental that health. That is what
1: I need, <laughs> Karen. How many, say for example, patients that you see, would the depression be a transient thing, and then and how many? Is it not a transient thing where they... Where the onset of depression comes during perimenopause and menopause, and then it stays with them, is that
3: common or Mm. uncommon? Look, if you um, just as Trish was saying, if you've got a a history of anxiety or depression, it definitely can get worse over that time, and and those that group of people may have you know genetic disposition to having Mm. anxiety. The good
2: old gene pool. The old gene pool. We're at the mercy of a gene pool. We are a little bit, Mm. yeah.
3: And uh, whereas other people, I've had a few. Women who I've had, they've had quite severe anxiety. Put them on anti-anxiety just for a couple of years to get them through their work yes. or what, yeah. whatever it may be, mm. and then they've come out the other end and gone off it again. So it's quite nice to try and get off those. If you, yes. you know, oh, yeah, uh, generally you try to, yeah, if yes. You
2: can. And but that you know, if you do try that, and then you be careful, <laughs> digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just be but aware. Just, of your you own just body. be aware yeah. of the symptoms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I always. You know, you watch these television shows, movies, et cetera, where people um, who are on medication take themselves off and then it all spirals out of control. And you think, you know, why would you take yourself off medication? No. Well, no. it happens, ladies. Yes. <laughs> it happens. It's it does. I mean, it's quite common. People, yep. they
3: start to feel good. Yeah. Oh, I'll stop yeah.
2: it. i think, I'll I'll think cleanse. You should always do it with, tr- your, with yeah. your
3: GP because some of those mm. medications need to come off a little slowly. Yes. Mm. And you need to have a bit of a plan. Wow. How,
2: of how to get yeah. back on. Okay, hey, well, this yeah. is an excellent chat about mental health during <laughs>
1: menopause. I know, and you know what I was it's thinking? Right, I was I thinking, me. well, yes. we've been going for about 15 minutes, <laughs> and we've asked Karen two questions. And we've only actually, she's only, we've only allowed her to answer one. And the, purpose, and and the purpose of
3: today was to talk about
1: sex, sex, sex menopause, menopause. And we've segued to mental health. Okay, so because, well, of course, it's all about me. me. And, there's, and
3: there's an important, um, there's Olivia's. a really important symptom. Like mm. the, the, the important symptoms of uh, menopause apart or perimenopause are, you know, the, the periods, which can be really heavy, really debilitating and need to be probably looked at. Yeah, the flooding. I the experienced flooding, that and I had no idea what iron, was going on. People are tired, oh, oh, yeah. just all this mm. this other stuff going on. And I think as women we're told to just sort of suck it up and get on with it and it's just a period, it's just menopause, It's, mm. it, it's yeah. you're just pregnant. I you know, know, I was, are. Yeah. These are physiological changes. They're huge. In they the are body. Huge. They're huge. And yep. they need to be looked at with more kindness rather than – I mean, menopause itself is a bit of a joke. You know what? I, don't you? Know, oh she's a well, bit menopausal. Yeah. Oh she's menopausal. Mm. Watch
2: her. Or mm. the pause, and Kim. <laughs> yeah, the pause, <paws, laughs> the pause. Yeah. Mm.
3: Mm. But you know there's not enough um and and 50% of the population is going to go through menopause. Yeah. So yeah. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of and our and our daughters will and they need to be approaching it with more knowledge and with more
2: yeah. More
3: yeah. kindness and understanding mm. towards their mothers and then they'll receive that themselves. Mm. And Yeah, that's a really good of, point.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had no knowledge
3: No, no, it wasn't talked about. No, not at all. It was sort of – and also people are a bit – there's also a bit of shame within in Western society with Mm. menopause. It's like, oh, you're getting old. And, of course, there's nothing worse than getting old in Western – for a woman You get old. Oh, yes. And you're past your use-by date. You no longer Mm. can um, have babies. Fertile. And so other societies, menopause is looked at really positively. Like there's some societies in Asia where – when a woman passes menopause, she's got elevated status, she's a cultural leader, she might be helping the community. She's a real…
2: Contributor. Yeah, a contributor. Yeah, yeah. I think and we need her to embrace is that.
3: Really, yeah, her knowledge is really valued and yeah. they help raise the children of mm. their daughters or, their, you or know, their… Or their nieces Or, or their yeah. communities, yeah. It's mm. way better… And they approach yeah. menopause. They have a whole different mentality towards mm. menopause. Mm. So they're actually almost looking forward to it. It's like this is an increase in this rite of passage. Yeah. Well, it is yeah. natural. But I suppose mm. at least
1: even just the three of us sitting in this little box on this very rainy day, <laughs> even having this conversation mm. that is going to be, you know, broadcast is part of the, hopefully, the the change in how we approach and view menopause. So mm-hmm. rather than the fear and the shame, as you mentioned, yep. Karen, that mm-hmm. it will be more of something that we embrace. It is natural, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah. So it is where we are, sort of moving into the next phase, but we're not old. No. So our youth no. is behind mm. us, but we are, you know, far from elderly. Well, oh, well, we're
3: aging,
2: but that's not a bad
3: thing. <laughs> and we're allowed to. Well, we're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. We're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. Well, if you I always it's say to people, if you're not, not, not aging, what are you doing? Where
2: are you?
1: Yeah. Privilege, yeah.
2: yeah. 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 as we say. Every
3: week
1: we say that. Yeah. It's funny,
2: actually. Mum said to me this morning, "Oh, you know, I'm feeling a bit." you know, stiff today. I said, well, at least you're feeling today, doll.
1: It's a good day. <laughs> Every day is a good day when you feel something. Yep. So let's go back to when it occurs, my second question
3: <laughs> that I asked you about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, so it can occur at mm. uh, 40. The average age of actual menopause would be mm. like 51. and But you have the symptoms can go on on average for about five years. In Australia, they're about five years. Some people will still have hot uh, flushes at uh, 13 years post-menopause. Yeah. It's, it's you know, luck of the draw, I guess. Mm. Um, mm. Look, 25% of people won't be bothered by them. They'll mm. have some, but they're not really bothered by them. They yeah. might be quite mild. Very mild. But 50% will have them quite significantly.
1: Yeah. So basically from <laughs> about like 40 to sort of mid 60s. Mm, Would that okay, be right? Okay. Like if it's yeah, or late, yeah, or to, early yeah, years. Or 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Mm. Mm, okay, yeah, it's a fair work of time,
3: isn't it? It is, but <laughs> yeah. it's not always, no, um, I mean, on. certainly the perimenopause, mm. that can be very subtle, and people might just mm. think, oh, I'm, and it's also a time a women are really busy, they're raising families, they've got they could, jobs, they've got careers, and then it's like, well, no wonder mm. I'm a bit cranky, I'm so busy, but it could yeah. be also that they may be having slight hormonal fluctuations as well. Alright, so we know a
1: lot about symptoms, so we've just been chatting about that and we know they vary from woman to woman like quite significantly or they can Mm. but what we're specifically interested in um, for this episode is how menopause affects our sex life Mm. so my question is how does it affect our libido Mm. how does menopause affect our libido so tell us what commonly happens to our libido during this time Mm.
3: look Probably most women would have uh, would say they have a decrease in libido. Though there are a group that do have an increase. I think it's some sometimes it's a liberation. I can't get pregnant. I can now go and enjoy myself. Mm-hmm.
1: Like,
2: so yeah. that's <clears> nice throat> throat> to know too, mm. because I think that when the conversation around sex is all about, I oh, you know, menopause equals loss of libido, or mm. you know, men always want sex. Mm-hmm. Women, women more than yeah. women so it's nice yeah. to know when you're hearing these conversations that if you are a woman with a high sex drive still during menopause perimenopause yeah. that that's fine that's, fine. that's okay it's, it's that's not, normal it's not
3: uncommon Someone women do notice that yeah. yeah the other thing people forget is that men's libidos also go down when they get older and yeah. a lot of women have higher libidos than men it's yes. just that this is the western world or the patriarchal society yeah. that tells women they don't want as much sex as men. So we're being dictated. And if you're Some in a relationship
2: with a woman who has a high libido and a man who doesn't necessarily want mm-hmm. it, the messages they tell themselves are, I'm not enough. Exactly. Rather than, Which this is-, is a medical this is hormonal this is what it is yeah. mm-hmm. it's all about their own self worth and that, that attractive is, body that is, so, rah, rah, rah. that is so
3: true this is the biopsychosocial model that we use <laughs> wow. and i'm going to say that with uh, because did you say really that again because I'm, I'm not going to be able that to repeat again. it <laughs> it's so clever yeah the biopsychosocial model and you apply it to uh, we will apply it to the to the sex with um, menopause so biologically you've got a lot of changes you've got you know your estrogens are changing your progesterones are changing Uh, A very common side effect would be vaginal dryness. So it's painful sometimes to have intercourse. Mm. So if it's painful, you don't want to have it. Also, as we age, sometimes we need more stimulation. So you yep. need a bit more attention down there yeah. before yeah. you're ready. And women often do need to be in the mood and all yep. that sort of thing. It's not look a yep. quick Wham, are you bam, ready now? You, mm-hmm. A lot of the time, once again, that's a wee bit portrayed on TVs, you know, mm. or, or films that you know, a man just has to look at a woman and the woman says, Yep, I'm ready. Doesn't usually happen like that in, in any age group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And as you get older, you need more input. Just like, you know, when you need where, when you get older we're we Glasses, glass will be hearing aids. You need a bit more input down below. Okay, the time. so interesting. yeah, right. and then I mean, so that's the that's biological, the bio. yeah. Uh, the psychological is, mm-hmm. I guess, what, what you were saying, saying, Trish, is maybe your libido's gone up, or maybe your husband's has gone down, mm-hmm. but then psychologically, you're thinking, Oh, he doesn't find me attractive, and you might have put on a bit of weight. You do when often with menopause, mm-hmm, yes. So then you're not, you're sort of, you've got yeah. a lower self esteem, yes, yeah, you're having doubt. these hot flushes, that's you've already got anxiety. You've got a little bit of anxiety. You've got all this psychological stuff going on, isn't it? And then socially, we're told, "Oh, you're old. You've passed it." So this whole Mm.
2: thing—it doesn't
3: really make you feel very sexy, sometimes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Certainly not sounding sexy right now.
3: You're
1: absolutely right. Yeah, it's making us
3: sound the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, and you are. It's sexuality. Isn't about how you look. It's how you are feeling, how you're making someone else feel. It's not really how you look to a large extent. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's so true. Mel and I were having a conversation earlier and I was talking about how when you're younger, and obviously our human body is designed as women to reproduce, mm. keep the race alive. Yeah. So therefore in that whole cycle I'm trying to sound intelligent but not <laughs> working. <laughs> um, with your good. whole <laughs> menstrual cycle, mm. obviously mm. the hormones kick in when, you know, they're working efficiently. Yeah. Mm. And the point of them driving your sex drive at that point in your cycle is so you want to mate mm-hmm. and you want to you know, mm. breed. Yeah, but in perimenopause, etc., when you're, you know, lacking the oestrogen or you your progesterone or whatever, and it's all out of whack, you're not getting those signals. Mm. Your body's not telling you that you want that immediately. And then I also was mentioning to Mel that you know, with the lunar cycle, I found it really fascinating that before we had synthetic contraception, before there was all of these hormone disruptors or whatnot, that mm-hmm. women actually ovulated and menstruated within the lunar cycle
1: mm-hmm.
2: back in the day. And and I even notice <laughs> woo-woo, um, <laughs> around the full moon. Here she goes. <laughs> you know... I can, oversharing, but I can, like around the full moon, I noticed last full moon it was like it's like almost a feeling of <laughs> desire. <Yeah. laughs> no, but it's like, oh, I could be up for it today.
1: So we've know hot for it. <laughs>
2: But – sorry, children, if you're listening. I
3: don't think they are. They should not be
1: shouldn't be listening
2: to it.
3: Make it an X-rated one.
2: Interesting. That, mm. but, but that's only because I'm into a bit of woo-woo, a bit of, you know, noticing, you know, the full moon and what goes on around that time. Mm.
3: But fun fact, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, I know what you're saying. You're saying that the hormone isn't there. To, but a but, well, woman can, you know, get – Excited by, you know, desire that is a lot more things than just hormones. Remember, so many of the young population have got no, they're all on contraceptive, they don't yes, get that. that got that, you, so that takes that, that, that hormonal rush from them either, I didn't which is think a shame, but that. yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. I didn't think about no. that. That's why the
2: pill works so well, they don't even feel like sex because it's wow. taking away those. I didn't waves even, of, you know, I didn't want to that. That yeah. is so interesting. Mm. So. Yeah. So, Karen, that was the other thing, you know, with talking to Mel about those things, is that with part of our perimenopause or menopausal kind of understanding is, and it ties into that love language as well, isn't it? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, what do I need to feel connected?
1: Yeah. Well, one thing, as you mentioned, was more attention yeah, down there.
2: Yeah. yeah. You do, you, you know. Need or just to... attention in general. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. yeah. But also, I think downstairs. the best person to give you attention, and I'm not necessarily talking about downstairs here. Okay. <laughs> I'm just down for a and a compliment. Yourself, I was going to say. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with that either. Well, we could do it downstairs yeah. as well. In fact, yes. I was reading somewhere they said you might need to turn your, your vibrator up to another notch up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so because it, during it is just, uh, yeah, during, yeah, during okay. menopause and postmenopause. But, you know, you're using things like lubricants. A really easy way, and most women could safely take this, is um, estrogen creams that. That stops the yes. dryness, yep. but you're using lubrication, but you, you're creating a nice, um, a, more of a mood. Yeah. But also, you've got to be confident in yourselves. That's what's sexy in the bedroom. Yes, it's
2: so true,
1: wow. and, and See, that's what
3: makes woman woman. You got we've got to take it back. Mm, yeah, okay.
1: What makes us feel sexy? So each individual woman. Yeah, but also have a think about
3: know that you're sexy anyway. Yeah, uh, of course. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, uh, yeah. If you what is sexy? Uh, I think is desiring someone or someone desiring you. Mm. If so if, if your husband's really into sex into you or your partner yeah. that feels sexy. You yeah. know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. it really matter what they look like if they and and yeah. if you're really into them you also seem very sexy to them. Okay, but yes, what if that's exactly. not happening?
1: What if that mm, has mm. broken down a bit yeah. during this whole process mm, mm. of, you know, perimenopause and menopause? Yeah, so, yeah.
3: Because let's face it, ladies, sometimes we want to kill our husbands with our breathing yeah. too loudly. Yes. Yeah, the way they or eat. Or eating too loudly. Snoring. <laughs> Snoring. <laughs> Snoring, you can always use a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> the old smothering technique.
2: Or but, you but can you just go to a, a guest room. D-
3: But you have that Mm. terrible agitation sometimes, Mm. and it it is difficult. But once again, I think just being aware that those things are passing. All your feelings all pass. They're all coming and going, and don't latch onto them too much. And and also recognise that if your husband is eating loudly, it's probably you hearing it, not him eating loudly necessarily. Yeah. Yep. Or put some music on or just just yep. know where you're vulnerable. So yeah.
1: if, the, um, if the whole, you know, sort of feeling sexy and having your husband or partner mm. sort of not giving off the desire to mm. you, the desire yeah. vibes, yep. I'm just guessing that having
3: an open and honest conversation yeah. with them mm. is a place to start, mm-hmm. isn't it? And the problem is, Mel... Once again, men's libidos go down. Yeah, men as they get older mm. get erectile dysfunction. they can't, can they imagine, can't get, you know, hard-ons as easily. Yeah, but once again, in our society, it's usually the woman's fault. I know. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yes. If you were a younger wife, I'd feel more desire if you were more. Or that's not necessarily what your partner's thinking. No, that's what we think they're thinking. The story, <laughs> yeah, yes. the story. Do you know what I, I mean? Saw... That story, yeah. and I think it's. I just think you need to be honest, say, hey, look, I'm finding, you know, if you, if you are finding your husband attractive, I'm finding you're attractive, I'd like to have more sex. Let's do it. Is there something, yeah, is there something <laughs> I'm, I'm going on it. with yeah. you, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it's hard for men to say, I have a low libido, because they're not allowed well, to all either. Well, yeah, yeah. The Western they, society. How that's, many so that's men, the, you know, the, the social part of the whole thing, you know, correct. that they're not meant to...
2: Have a lower libido than their wives, and you know. we as women were <laughs> yeah. more likely yeah. to have these conversations with each mm-hmm. other, especially in this day and age, oh, yeah. than men will. Yeah. Like they're not going to go up to their yeah. mate and go, "Geez, it's, oh, I just don't want it." Yeah, or you
1: know, yeah, my wife does,
2: and I don't want it. I can't get it up.
3: No, yeah. what was going to say that to? Probably very, yeah. very few. Never. Yeah. They They just
1: yeah. wouldn't
2: do it. Oh my god. Oh my god. She just wants it all the time, and
1: i
3: worn out. I don't feel like it. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. No, they don't. No, no, it's- and, and yet it's actually quite common and, and, mm. and a lot of my patients, they've come in and some of their problem has been their their partners had a low sex drive yeah, and they've thought it was something wrong with them, the woman. And, and I just sometimes just saying, look, that is how it might be and there's nothing yeah. wrong with you if your husband doesn't want sex, it's not because of you. That's an issue they've got with themselves. They've got a low libido. It's not that we don't have to mm. we don't have to blame them for it. They just no. have a low libido. Yeah. Some women have a low libido. Doesn't mean they don't fancy their husbands.
2: Correct. And yeah. it's so funny, mm. you know, women we have point. these physical things that are going on. Yeah. You know, like our mm-hmm. We will stop menstruating. This will happen, this will happen, this will happen. But because men don't have necessarily those cues, triggers, Mm. cues, whatever, Mm -hmm. we sometimes may not recognize that, as with us, they're getting old. They need glasses, their hair's going gray. Ball things are happening. And going bald, and yeah, that's quite a big thing. Forward, so things know? are going, things yeah. are going on, yeah. inside as well. Mm-hmm. But it's just because they don't go through menopause, menopause. so to speak. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. There's no yeah. transitional phase for them, is there? Yeah. Like that's labelled. No, there's, there's labelled, like, and
3: there's no, no. Mm. And we probably don't like measure just their testosterone, and all that sort of thing. Unless you've got, you know, it's probably goes down testosterone, but it's not no testosterone. That would be a, yes. a, a medical condition then. But you know, mm. of course, they're aging. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet, that's not talked about so much with them, and, no. and you know, it's kind of they've got all these like if they've got a erectile dysfunction, you've got all the Viagra and stuff that's there. Oh well, you shouldn't have erectile yes. dysfunction when you're but also 60 or 70, there's so, so like, much well, shame
2: well, you know, attached yeah. to that. Like mm-hmm. you know, some men might go, yeah, great, I'll take it, but others yeah. are like, oh no, that. Don't need that. Like yeah. that whole masculine yeah. ego. Yes, exactly. The stigma attached to yeah. Viagra. Once
3: again, the whole patriarchal society isn't necessarily great for men either. Yeah. A lot of men. Yeah. It's good so, point. Yeah. yeah. It's because yeah, i not allowed to have vulnerabilities either. Or weakness. Yeah. Do, yeah. This
2: is, relates to sex, but can you tell me? Like, I've never experienced sex with Viagra, but right. part of my thought process is if they take Viagra, does it like the erectile function <laughs> last forever <laughs> like a, would you be like oh great he's had viagra but i'm done now
3: all oh, right yeah no it doesn't <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> i mean i just no, that is a thought that that process a, that, that i've had a, a medical condition if it remained oh, erect for a long time I
1: imagine yeah, have that. you ever wondered i'm just popping down oh, to woolies nice.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, Jesus, I have my Viagra. It hasn't worn off yet. <laughs> I can't go. I've got to wait till the Viagra. <laughs> well, how long does it take before the Viagra wears out, Carl, <laughs> <Girl>, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, should I have my Viagra? It hasn't worn off yet, love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never... About when, yeah. how long it takes. Yeah. For, well, welcome not? to my <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to my thought process. Thought okay. process. <laughs> Over to you, Karen. How long does uh, it take uh, Viagra
2: uh, to wear off? Well, remembering Viagra,
3: you've still got to uh that's helping you get an erection. You've still got to have desire and all that. So you if you have Viagra, you won't just get a heart on. You've got to actually want to have sex as well. So oh, it doesn't, oh. doesn't
2: increase your libido. So it's not like yeah, take okay, a pill yeah. five minutes later, you've no, got to No, you've got to be <laughs> stimulated
3: and then when the stimulation goes. Lucky my yeah. voice stopped <laughs> there. Oh, the
2: few of the options oh, that are <laughs> about to come out, I, no, I was I need... like, not appropriate, not appropriate, not <laughs> I appropriate.
1: I nearly, <laughs> I nearly said something. Thank God you were answering the question, Karen, <laughs> because I nearly said something then as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, now we need oh, to get uh, off men because
2: we're, yeah, we're all yeah, about, yeah, we're all about very it. Very interesting. No, but it is, it interesting. is interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. for yeah. women that have those issues yeah. with men, it's yeah. so important. No, it, it is.
3: really important because, I mean, women do feel a thing. Their husband's got a low libido; that it's they're not attracted to their husband. Yeah, and that isn't what their husband is saying.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Mm. Yeah, and it needs to be remembered. Did we actually talk about how long the Viagra wears off? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Well, it, it's it's as a, you've got to um, when you take Viagra, it's not like you get it hard on straight away. You've got to have desire. You've got to have okay. uh, you've got to want to have sex. It doesn't just give you an erection. You've got to want to have sex, okay. and that causes blood vessels to dilate, and then and the Viagra helps that. And then you get an erection. Okay. And And then then once you've uh, had sex, the erection should go. Right. So So it's not like people, it stays and that is actually a medical problem then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you were right. (laughs) Yeah, so you are right. It would be a problem. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fun fact. Fun
3: fun fact.
1: (laughs) <laughs> um, so there's nothing that we can take for libido. So we talked about, you know, having open conversations and mm. desire, you know, mm. us desiring our husbands, our husbands desiring us. I guess it's getting in the mood and things like that. But apart from oh sorry, you did mention estrogen before, which deals with dryness. Yeah. So estrogen products. Mm-hmm. So so there's that. Is there anything else that's um, um, recommended?
3: Yeah, yeah. Take. Some woman will go on low dose testosterone, and that yep. really does help yep. uh, with libido.
2: Mm. Oh my gosh! That yeah, just reminded me of a story. I was my dear friend, her dad. I was sitting across from her dad at the birthday lunch, and I was having a chat <laughs> with my girlfriend, and we were talking. Stop to laugh! I'm,
3: yeah. I'm already laughing. Yeah, no, I'm, d- d- I'm dreading.
2: <laughs> yeah, was <that's pretty> good <laughs> oh, yeah, We were talking. No, it was he brilliant. We were- no, no. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> so inappropriate. You are so rude. But we're having this conversation about you know getting older and you know how the, our faces are getting hairier. And I was saying how I get this great <laughs> facial that kind of you know oh, shaves yes. all the fluff off, oh, yeah, but yeah. just not shave dermablading or microblading yeah, yeah. something. And anyway, my gorgeous friend's dad was listening. He goes, "No, no, you don't get rid of the hair on your face." He said, "Hair on your face is a sign of that you've got lots of testosterone." Oh. And he goes, and men know that women with loss of testosterone love sex.
1: Testosterone, <laughs> testosterone,
2: Test, <T-testerone. laughs> test. You're ruining my story. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant that he was saying that way. No, that no, that no, he oh, no. Just saying he saying no. He I just that. can't get my words out right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he was saying that women with hair on their face yeah. have a lot of... Testosterone, testosterone, which means they're up for it. Oh. So, my dear friend's father. I'm going to go I for think, a full bed, now. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> Just saying, don't get rid of the hair on your face, Trish, because it's actually
1: attractive. Yeah, I think your friend's
3: dad's wrong.
1: Well, he's a I'm
2: doctor, just, so yeah. I'm just saying I Are think he knows a little then? bit more oh, than that, you.
3: Yes, I, I, Mel. Some once again, we've got this mindset that this is the sort of woman that men want
2: with
3: Which a beard. Just, just, well, in other cultures, absolutely. In some cultures, they do. In do some they? cultures she, yes, yes, they do. What it's, cultures? Oh, I think it's like um some I'm well, not the, a historian. Um, <laughs> you know, the Middle East cultures, I think there yeah. is. I've I've seen that before. Yeah, I mean, wow. The the, the point is there's mm. this whole thing about oh, we should look like this, we yeah. should be like that. Yep. And I just want to ask you is there one particular type of man that we yeah. want? Mm. That's the perfect yeah. man there is for you Trisha. okay? No, no, no. no no, I, I agree. <laughs> Did I jump in too quick? No, I was agreeing with you because there's, yeah, you know, yeah, you
2: look at yeah. people and and you can feel, you know, a mm. spark or mm. an attraction or you know, and it's not necessarily it's not because
3: they've got huge shoulders and narrow waist. Yeah, big I muscles, mean, we know who, are, who are,
2: are, you know, obviously there's beautiful people. Obviously yeah. there's, you know, the picture perfect. Yeah, you know, Brad Pitt. They, they look Pitts beautiful. And, but
3: they're not necessarily but, someone you might be attracted
2: to. They're no. not necessarily yeah, right. sexy.
3: Yeah, no. to you.
2: Yeah, yes. everyone's different. Yeah. 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 That's mm. so true. Mm. And quite my often grandmother used to say, for every tree. pot there's <laughs>
1: a
3: lid. Oh, my God. For every pot
1: there's, there's a, a lid. lid.
3: Oh. She obviously never had a fry pan because there's no... <laughs> uh, you
2: could put a saucepan lid on a fry pan if you really needed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a metaphor. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: is well done. I'm loving it, Trish. I'm loving it. Low dose testosterone.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, or a testosterone gyne- or testosterone or, tos-testerone or, tos-testerone or, tos-testerone. or however, however you need to pronounce it. Yeah, it doesn't
3: matter. Uh, uh, a gynecologist would do that for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. You need to be seen by a gynecologist. All right. In order yeah, to get yeah. the um, yeah. the correct. You can get like, like a cream, or sometimes you can get a um, an implant that slowly releases it. There's different ways of that. really. It's look, and it's not. Is it a vaginal not, implant, or is it uh, one in your arm? I think I. I think I'm not entirely sure. I okay. think it might be in your, in your stomach or it might be. Okay, anyway. But anyway, we won't. A we testosterone. Don't need it, there is a testosterone su- you know, supplement yep. you can have. Yeah. I mean, of course, it can make you a little more aggressive because it's testosterone. So yep. you've got to get, get the aggro. dose right, a bit yep. yep, but it grow. Yeah, but it is. If you have sites, got a low you know, libido, the, it's, yep. it's amazing. And I had one lady who. Had really noticed her libido had dropped. Now, she was in her 60s, and we did a test, and her testosterone was low. Because ladies do have a a low testosterone level, but hers is really low. So we gave her a bit, and it really improved her in lots of ways. So it's not, I mean, it's not something you'd leap in and do. There's other things you'd do first, but that would, it's certainly an option if it's really. Okay. problem. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, there, mm. there we go. There, is a, there are a few yeah. things.
3: We've covered a few things
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about also women who've had chemotherapy mm. and are struggling with the, the long-term effects of chemotherapy. So we mentioned in our introduction that many of our 50-ish tribe or a certain percentage of our 50, 50-ish tribe have faced a devastating challenges of mm. cancer and the ongoing effects of treatment. So it's particularly difficult for those women who can't use mainstream treatments such as estrogen Based yeah. products, mm-hmm. and we've already, you know, talked about estrogen. So for yeah. those of us that can use it, great. But there's obviously a percentage mm-hmm. of women out there who yeah. can't use it. Mm-hmm. So what would be some of your recommendations on how to cope with sex in these situations? Because that is challenging. If it you've is. got the mm-hmm. extreme dryness, therefore yeah. there's pain, you yeah. know, tearing, yeah. all
3: oh, this goodness. other
1: stuff that you know yeah. it is faced, and, and as if they haven't been through enough. To begin with, yeah, it's just like the ultimate slap in the face.
3: Mm-hmm. Now you're left dealing with this, yeah. So and also, it- they probably got low self esteem and just feel quite not not at one with their own bodies at that stage. You yeah. Know? Look, the thing the thing about that, I was trying to um, find the product, but I know there is. Uh, well, first of all, your lubrications are really good. You know, lubricant jelly is really important. But sometimes with uh, chemo, and also as we age, the collagen goes around the vagina as well. So you can get it can get a little less um, stretchy. So you can get a bit tight, which can be a bit painful, especially right. tight at the entrance. Yeah. You know, so tight and dry, or tight and dry, great, yeah. And uh, so you can use the the lubricants. You mean like from the chemist, like lubricants, uh, or would you? Yeah, get just one lubricants from the chemist, but from, a really good one, probably from probably a sex shop's got
2: to got better yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh, you know I mean, really really we spoke good to one the there. beautiful yeah. Susan from the Spicy Boudoir, and they had a mm, lot of yeah. Lubricants. They and have, are their right. lubricants
3: are very good, but some of them, the cheaper ones, don't. They're almost almost too dry and sticky. You need something quite watery based. What you about
2: know? coconut oil?
3: I don't think I put it down there.
2: Okay. No. Just, just because it's like yeah, you know, no. antibacterial, <laughs>
3: natural. No, I think I would use just a like a, a water based, like gel. a KY jelly. Type yeah. Okay. Thing. Okay. Then there is mm-hmm. there is actually CBD creams coming out now. Uh-huh. Vaginal creams. I was trying to look it up, Mel. I could not find the the site where I, I'll have to go back and I can give it to you. We later. can share that
2: on our socials.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it's. um it's it's being used for people with endometriosis because it helps with this is lots of cannabinoid receptors in the vagina, so it helps with that
2: kind of inflammation and pain
3: there. Oh wow! wow. Uh, yeah, so that's, so even
2: for like painful periods or things like that.
3: Yeah, uh, probably more. Look, people that have got and not maybe not so much painful periods. It's probably between periods, use so, ovulation like in, yeah, or like yeah, polycystic yeah, ovarian exactly. syndrome or of you've that. Got any sort of pain around that area, and people do get sometimes very painful yeah. vaginal areas. They can use this cream, and it does have a slight anti-inflammatory. It's getting some quite good uh, reports. Once again, with any of the cannabinoids, you're not having huge, huge meta-analysis studies, but yeah. but uh, it's not going to hurt. I don't, that's what I always think. It's not going to harm you. And certainly if you've had something like uh, breast cancer you can't have any estrogen products, yes. it might be a possibility to be able to use that. Okay. I'll try and find out.
2: Uh, you could go with the levels, double whammy. Yeah. You could take the lubricant, the lubricant and, and...
3: Oh, absolutely. The yeah. yeah, you'd use the lubricant whenever you are having sex and then the CBD... Um, cream daily, I presume it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's like that. okay. So that yeah, was just be like just, a treatment thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like you have to take it. But, but but once again, with sex, you've to got to look, look at day. what is sex. It doesn't always have to be penetrative sex. Yes. Mm. And, yes. You, and I know that yeah. some
1: women or some couples get around it that way. Yeah. So they're not yeah. having penetrative yeah. sex. And it but it can
3: be very, it can often, that can often be better for a woman sometimes. Yeah. 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 100%. But I think like to have the option would be good. And,
1: Okay, so apart from those two particular yeah, that's products and treatments, nothing else you can think of?
3: Not really. Um, it's it's a really difficult one, that one, because, of course, if you have pain having sex, You're the first thing your body sex. does, as soon as anything goes anywhere near the entrance of the Contracts. vagina, it will contract, yes. which makes it painful
2: too. then put yes. a penis inside. So then it's yeah. just it's
3: just a self fulfilling prophecy. Yes. Like, so you've so need to
2: almost have, like that foreplay, that yes. you know, safe, feeling safe, yeah. whether it be yeah. music, meditation, yeah. massage. Yeah. And almost even off. going into
3: it saying we're not going to have yeah. penetrative sex. We're just going to have a really nice time. Yeah. And then the woman's like, Right, okay. And and they'd have to have a very, very understanding partner. And mm. it's like, right, I'm not doing it. At some stage the woman might say, actually, you know what, I'm feeling like it now. I'm okay. up for it. Yeah. And yeah. she might want to try it. But Going in not thinking you have to have penetrative that sex. That pressure probably, and expectation on yourself. you got to enjoy it more anyway. It's like, oh, well, I can just relax now yeah. he's not yep. going to try. And as long as the partner's really there and you need yeah. a pretty special partner there, yeah. but yeah, I absolutely. mean, they probably are. So. so there's nothing
1: dietary that can ever be taken or?
3: Not not really. Mm. Um, I mean, with, um, with, with menopause symptoms, yep. yes, you can have... Uh, certainly stopping smoking helps in terms of hot flushes. Decreasing mm. alcohol is good. Just your normal, yeah. you know, lots of fruit and veggies. Good fats. Thing. Good fats. All that's that's helpful. Yeah. Um, but in terms of necessarily vagina, I mean, I guess it's also worth checking out. If someone's got a problem, it's also worth checking it out. You don't just blame everything on menopause because mm. you can get skin conditions down there that can respond to corticosteroid <gasps> creams. Okay,
2: yeah. So um,
3: you could have an infection down there. You know, like even thrush can actually cause dryness and cracking, rather than mm. a whole lot of discharge. Okay. Mm. Mm. So you, sometimes, just you think, "Oh, this has just come on; it's a bit weird," it is sometimes worth checking that out with your GP to make sure you're not missing something out. So don't mm. put everything down to menopause either. Yeah. Okay. Because of course we—that's a very good point. Yeah. We're going into an like with menopause, you can get palpitations, is quite common. But mm. if it's sort of like hmm, I've got palpitations, but I'm also a bit short of breath, and hmm, I might get that checked out because. Mm. For women, the biggest killer for women is uh, cardiovascular disease still. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But we often forget that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. so don't blame everything on me.
1: Oh, and our stoic
2: yeah. will just go on, that's just a little flutter. Mm.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: exactly, right. yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. So just getting back to the ladies that have had chemotherapy, mm. in terms of dryness and yeah. vaginal fluids, will they ever return or even improve following chemo and drugs like tamoxifen?
3: Not really, because then you, you're putting, you've put them into menopause now with those drugs and you're not going to come out by taking the tamoxifen off because often you've shut down the ovaries altogether after that yeah right so, so gonna... even
1: if they've finished taking the tamoxifen mm. then they're in a state of postmenopause. Yeah. is that right yeah, yeah. okay so, so
3: sometimes i i believe that the tamoxifen is particularly harsh to take like it's right. like really emphasizing your uh, menopause so if you came yep. off tamoxifen you might actually feel you might feel better i don't know if you're going to get look at you might get a little bit more um lubrication possibly it's hard to say, yeah. It okay. depends what age people are at when they've had the tamoxifen. If they're mm. younger, they might mm. get yeah, a bit yeah. of an improvement. But if they're in their because the 40s is, or 50s, they're going to be postmenopausal. Yeah, yeah. because the yeah. thing
1: is too is that, you know, like for for so many women, they do obviously recover from cancer. You know, they mm. have their treatment mm-hmm. and they, they go on to live yeah. many, many, many years mm-hmm. afterwards until they're elderly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so are they left with this? Like is this it? Or does, that, mm-hmm. does it just sort of put us – well, it, it doesn't put them into the same, like, category as the rest of us that haven't had cancer because we can take, if we need to, we can take estrogen-based products, mm, but mm, they can't. Mm. And that's permanent, right?
3: Yeah. From what Look, you said. Do you know what? What's interesting about that, and I have been struggling with this for a long time, is I've had a number of patients who are, like, on tamoxifen mm. or have had, um, you know, hormone-positive breast cancers. And I've talked to some of my friends who are gynaecologists, and I said, "Look, the oestrogen creams are generally pretty localised. They work pretty much just ah, in yes. the vagina. They don't really. Yeah. There's not a lot goes into the body. Now, absolutely. a little bit might, but not a huge amount. Right. So there's a bit of a. Mm. Uh, it's 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 a difficult yeah.
1: one. Uh,
2: is it,
3: because it, is you, it enough oestrogen to create? Absolutely Or yeah. yeah, it's yeah. And sometimes, but nobody I don't wants to be know. the
2: guinea pig for that, right? No.
3: Well, but well, you know what? Some people are like, "Look, I can't. It's so uncomfortable. I can't live like this." Okay, and maybe so I'm willing to try, to try. It. It. I don't yeah. know, Got but you. um, but I'll keep you posted on the CBD cream. Is that the one I'm kind yeah. of getting excited about? Because yeah. yeah. I heard it, I thought, oh, that means well, that's I, exactly for that
2: particular. I'm reason. excited. Yeah. Yeah. Like if yeah. that's
1: you know if that's a yeah. thing, like that could so like good. potentially just revolutionise yeah. women's yeah. lives. Yeah, yeah, you know, in that sense. So,
2: Doctor Karen, if you know the CBD cream mm. is an option. And potentially the estrogen cream may yep. be moving forward when a bit more research is done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that aside do you think that you know is a a sex psychologist or a therapist or you know is there mm-hmm. other people out there that you would recommend they go to you know like to delve into an understanding of your love languages mm-hmm. you know and,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and how to go about being more fulfilled yeah, rather than just thinking that penetrative sex we mm. can't do that, so therefore we don't mm. have a great sex life.
3: Yeah, do you know, you know that's a that is a great question, and I, 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 know, I know a lot of patients, a lot of friends whose husbands have had radical prostatectomies,
2: prostate. That That makes me feel really good about myself. I'm so sorry. Yeah, radical prostatectomies. (laughs) Right, okay. And Um, that, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) is why I'm not a doctor. (laughs) Because I can't pronounce the words. And and, and that
3: leaves them sometimes with not being able to get an erection. Okay, And they go into the the urologist and, oh, well, you might not be able to get an erection so that you might not be able to have sex anymore. Bye. And this is what, and it's like, and then they're out the door and I'm like, whoa. Mm. And I've suggested to some of my patients that maybe they should um, even go into some of the the sex shops, which are quite awesome in there, those people Mm. in there. They know a lot of stuff and it's all about non, well, it's not all about, but uh, you know, there's non penetrative sex options for both people. And and once again, it's this idea of that's the only way you can have sex is penetrative sex. Because there's a lot of people that can't have penetrative sex. Yeah. for a lot of reasons, it might be paraplegics. They might be, yeah. you know, have the chemotherapy. They don't got dryness. Yeah. The male might not be able to get an erection for whatever I mean, reason. We but do other conditions, um, diabetes. All sorts of stuff can cause these problems. And yeah. you know,
2: we're, wow. we're kind of we're going through this conversation so much about your partner being male, etc. Oh, but yeah. you know, yeah. you can the two women. You know, yes. can yeah, have yeah. penetrative sex yeah. in yes, that traditional exactly. role. that yeah. can have such fulfilled lives and sexual yeah. lives. Well, so, yeah. ladies. Who yes. are in that relationship, mm. you know, we do kind of go and talk often about that kind of tradition mm. and, and yeah. for that I'm sorry. I guess it's yeah. what where our relationships are. So we yeah. tend to talk yeah. about that. But you mm. know it's
1: Well, when we say your partner, what we're referring to is either yeah. male or female. Oh
3: yeah.
2: And yeah. I agree yeah. with that, but yeah. I just wanted yeah. to yeah, no, that's that's true. that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah.
3: in, in some ways they're probably two females are probably a little bit more attentive and probably yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Yep. Knowledge about what place a woman. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's exactly right because you're yes. coming yeah. from the same yeah. place. Yeah. Um, exactly. Like, yeah. 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 But yes, I think getting, I think what you were saying, yeah, getting someone else involved there are sex therapists that sort of thing but if, sometimes that can be too confronting sometimes going to those sex shops can be a bit confronting yeah. you know mm. but in fact I've never been to no. no well no 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 uh, no. we did in Hawaii in
1: 1991 or something do you remember that I killed
2: so many brain cells since
1: vaguely <laughs> <laughs> coming back to no me. we all stumbled across one Hawaii. Yeah, the yeah. whole team
2: there
1: was about 12 of us and we all piled into that sex oh. shop in Honolulu <laughs> oh my god! and we're laughing our heads off yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. No, you don't. You, you're you're looking at me with a totally blank. Oh, okay. Where was, a, was a I? Was it the tour? Was yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, you were there. No, I do, I do have a vague recollection, but mm. it's not yeah. a picture-perfect yeah. memory. Think no. butt plugs. <laughs> oh, um. my gosh. I do recall <laughs>
1: that story. Well,
2: there we go. <laughs> there's <laughs> an option. There's an option. Yeah, but yeah, hey, Dale, cool. there's a lot of receptors up there. That's what we've heard. Yeah. But, you know, that is
3: going into those shops. Once again, we're a little... We're very um, English here in mm. respect to sex, don't you think? You yes. know, yeah, Australasian.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, yeah. I, and I'm referring back to the podcast we did a few weeks ago, and if yeah. you haven't listened to that, please do with Susan Jarvis, and it was about being curious. Mm. and Sexual expression. Yeah. yeah.
1: Intimate devices. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just, yeah, and,
2: stuff, yeah. you know, doing the research.
1: Yeah. But she also <laughs> yeah. made a really good point, which was that sex in midlife looks and feels different mm. for many of us mm. than it did when we were young.
3: Well, a lot of people also in midlife have a lot more confidence. like. It, women are reaching their peak in midlife. You know, Western society often doesn't tell us this but we are we're reaching the peak in our careers we've got a lot of knowledge behind us you know with child wearing but also our you know as I said our careers are already on track and also a lot of people have got a lot of confidence it's like you know I'm going to enjoy myself in the bedroom I don't really care what I look like anymore now you're lucky you've got me to the bed yeah, exactly <laughs> and, uh, <Yeah. laughs> whereas when you're younger you're kind of like oh my god I look alright is this the right position yeah. oh my god yeah, oh, it, yeah, know, it, yeah. is that a hair on my nipple <laughs> yeah,
2: <I know. laughs> now you can't sit because your eyesight's bad. <laughs> and also as we know so now, we are, here's, here's yeah, you know, a, it a lot of testosterone. Fall out of our yeah, head, end up yeah. all over our body. <laughs> Karen, in saying that, when our hormones are fluctuating, like mm. you mentioned mm. before that T word, testosterone, testosterone. testosterone. Yeah. Um, and progesterone, estrogen, etc. Mm. Do you think that part of us becoming more assertive, confident in midlife is because of that hormonal fluctuation that potentially we've got more of that hormone that goes, I've got, you know, I'm okay. Mm. Um, You know, I know I talked about anxiety, all of that sort of stuff, but is there a balance? Is there something that kind of kicks in that male kind of Mm. hormone Mm. that... You know, is that kind well, of maybe strong hormones, confident.
3: Yeah. I, I don't we don't get an increase in testosterone. Maybe maybe we get maybe the hormones that dampen us down a bit aren't there anymore. So we're a bit more or, We're a bit yeah. more kind of expressive. Mm. Uh, look, I I read somewhere it was really interesting way of looking at menopause and I thought it was brilliant. And it was like because we're kind of wired to reproduce when we're as as women when we're younger, the whole wiring in, this, in your in your brain is all about, right, let's get an egg out, right, what's the temperature like in your body because that oh needs to be perfect, and it's all wired in. The whole time it's about, right, yeah. okay, that egg's gone, right, let's get another one going. Let's just and amazing. the whole time, and they said maybe when menopause is finished, and that's why you get hormone, fl- um, sorry, temperature fluctuations because it is some way linked to the estrogen, oh. maybe when all that shuts off, you've got a whole part of your brain that's now going to be opened up and actually not hijacked by this hardware that's been there the whole time, Turning yeah, things on, and that you're going into a mm. into a more what would be the word? You, you just got more brain power. Yeah. How about that? Freed I love up. that idea. More brain yeah. power freed up. So you closed a few windows and you can yeah. open a few more. So you're you know, kind yeah. of your
2: body's intrinsic behind the scenes. Yes,
3: yeah. Can shut down and then that part down, of the goes, brain's okay, like, well, oh, I've got okay. this extra brain power This now. was the
2: part that was, you know, you were ovulating, keeping your eggs the right yeah. temperature. Yeah. Kicking keeping your, your body bones. the right temperature. Yeah. 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 So that chopped shut now, but you can open up this one over yeah. here.
3: Yeah, so more yeah. So I love that idea. I think that sounded amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it sort of makes sense. Yeah.
1: It does. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's once again liberating. And we do say that every now and then in yeah. the podcast that there are so many different aspects mm. of being in midlife that mm. are actually liberating. It's yeah. so funny,
2: isn't it? It could be so high and so low. Like at one moment, you can feel wiser, more confident. Yeah. You know, you give less 50s, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Mm but mm. then you can feel oh, yeah. like you're falling apart the next minute. Yeah.
3: But remembering oh, you're I- also, always the same person and nothing's changed on the outside. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. you could walk in here, I've got this. Tomorrow I might walk out somewhere and think, God, what the heck am I doing even? Where am I? advice at all? You know, <laughs> where what am I, am I? doing <laughs> in this room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why <Yeah>. don't <laughs> I come here. in here for? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, and know. This, I don't this, understand that at all. Nothing's changed in my environment. Yeah. It's just myself. And you've got to just remember you've got a lot of experience and just give yourself... Some confidence. Just say, look, yeah. I I
2: I do have a love experience. Mm. And you know, I'm what I'm learning through this whole journey, and I think this whole podcast experience and the people we're talking to has just been brilliant in so many different areas of teachings, mm. for myself even. But it's recognizing all of that, as you said, kind of almost naming it, even if you need mm-hmm. to name it out loud, yep. but also identifying what you need mm. to function your best and giving yourself Permission to do what you need to function yeah. your best. Okay, yeah. well, I I, I now, yeah. at this stage of my life, I now need to do this.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I could get away with that in my 20s and yeah. my 30s, even my 40s, but now mm. I need this to function like this. Yeah. And give yourself permission to do that. Not call yourself lazy, not no, call it, yourself this, not call yourself that, not all this beating absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yeah. Just going, okay, well, to feel this way, I need to do this. I yeah. think it's just smart self management. Yeah.
3: It is. <laughs> It is. It's about self-care, which isn't self-indulgent. It's self-care. It's mm. about recognising that you need things as well. And also, I think by doing that, you're not actually blaming anyone else. Oh, well, they mm. didn't see I needed yeah, uh, good to point. have a rest. Oh, they, no one yeah. told me I should go and sit down and have a rest. Well, And no one's telling no. you not to either. No one's telling yeah. you not to either. Yeah.
2: Exactly. You're telling yourself all these things. Yes, yeah. it's oh, so true. And if you say, it's I'm so just going to have a
3: rest, no one, everyone, oh, okay. Have a rest. on
2: that, like Mel and I both have extremely and possibly you do a lot of women do have extremely busy husbands Mm -hmm. you know and in my belief they're still in that process of you know as the patriarchy but it's like their role where to nurture
1: Mm -hmm.
2: their role is to provide so they're still in that Mm -hmm. provide mentality and they Mm -hmm. might not even recognize why they're so driven to be that way but so they're working so hard you know and, and I believe my husband could be very much categorised as a workaholic. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of that's driven by that Mm -hmm. Western society, provide the mail, work hard, Mm -hmm. badge of honour. And so therefore when they are living that life and they are working so hard and going, you then, if you think, wow, I'm feeling really Mm. exhausted, I could do with a half an hour nap or Mm -hmm. I could do with a lie down or I, you know, need some time out. Then you think,
1: Oh, but, not, guilty, do that, but yeah. not do that. You feel guilty. Mm. Yeah,
2: they're working so mm. hard. Like, well, how can they go from, you know, 5am to 7pm at work and, you know, I can't even get through three hours of housework without thinking, oh, which mm. well,
3: Part of the reason I pop they can do that thing. is because yeah. you're doing
2: all the housework. Yeah, and, and true. All that for them.
3: <laughs> yeah, You know, I mean, quite seriously, that, yeah. that, that, is, a, that is a big thing. Yeah. And and I think well, you are like, getting way off the topic here, but <laughs> I do I – do, Women never Political. actually look at what they're doing. I mean, I remember yep. I used to have Fridays off. Oh, I still have Fridays off, and it was right. What are you What are you doing today? Oh, I didn't do anything. That's why you said it. I didn't do anything, and I said, "All oh, right." Oh, and I thought. Well, actually, no, I changed four bed sheets, washed yep. all the towels. That was about three loads of washing, did all the grocery shopping, cleaned yep. the house and did that. So actually I, I did eight hours of work, actually. Correct. But we say we didn't do anything. I know. Yes. And it's, and we, and it's yeah. like, what? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but also yeah. that
1: exhaustion and that imbalance that we have, it affects libido.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're tired... You go oh. to the you just want them to sleep. Yeah. yeah but also if you've, if
1: you've got this underlying feeling of, you know, pressure to keep going because mm-hmm. you do have these busy partners, then that works against you.
3: This is how you can do it. You can say your husband's a marathon runner and you're a sprinter. So you can do a quick sprint then you have a break. <gasps> a quick sprint, have a break. Gosh. You're two different athletes. You
1: know, isn't Karen, that funny? funny? You're bloody <laughs> legend. But isn't that funny?
2: <laughs> Simple things like that, mm, yeah. just framed a different mm, way. Mm, mm, I was talking to the good, gorgeous Kirsty Worth, who is from Cultured Wellness, who we've had on before, and I'm doing some work with her at the moment, and she's just brilliant. But I was saying how quite often I feel like I will go, you know, the old saying: two steps forward, three steps back; two steps forward, five steps back, or we'll say back to square one. And she goes, "Don't think of it like that." She goes, "You fall forward." Mm. and it just, even yeah. then just saying mm-hmm. that I got goosebumps because yeah. it just gave me permission to go, yes, mm. and yep. for, here I am. Reframe it. Nearly 53, mm. always mm. back to square one, Yeah, two steps forward, three steps back. Yep. Now yep. it's like, oh, no, I fall forward.
1: So the backwards is sort of framed in your mind yeah. as a Yeah, it's like, like I'm f- still yeah, going sh- forward, to you know, where forward, I need yeah. to be. Yeah.
3: Mm. The other but thing, like you, I, did, you framed I was, it um, so well. I'd heard something and it was, you know when you, you I might, after this I might go and watch, you know, Netflix when I go home. Now, my mind will be there, you shouldn't do that. It's only 12 o'clock. you that's me. As soon as you hear the word shouldn't. You should oh, yeah. ask yourself, why shouldn't you? Yeah, who's telling you you shouldn't? It's only yourself, or yeah. or oh, you should be busy. Why should I be busy? In fact, we should be teaching people not to be so busy because yeah. that's actually mm-hmm. causing mental health problems. So, yeah. But as soon as you hear mm-hmm. the word "shouldn't," ask yourself, why shouldn't I? Mm. I mean, there's some things, obviously, you know, shouldn't jump <laughs> <off> <laughs> the cliff. Yes, no, let's no. not do that. Shouldn't. But speak. why shouldn't I ask but for what I want yeah, in the why bedroom? Why shouldn't I? Yeah. Why should mm. exactly? Because we're told we mm. we. Uh, why shouldn't I give myself permission? Look, medication. our daughters are a little more. forward which is great, and yeah. we are more for than our, than our mums. But yeah. there was, you know, like back in our mother's age,
2: it was very much just the man does what he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let him do what he wants
3: and yeah. he ask for anything.
2: And you're still seeing that in a lot of different religions and, mm-hmm. and societies. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. And so once you get a, a bit assertive, generally men quite like that. <laughs> they yeah. have a little yeah. bit of
2: assertion. Mm. I okay. often say to Gordo, Lying I think you like it when Don't I'm a bit cranky. They like
3: being told what to do yeah, I, all the time. Yeah. I often say that to Gordo, I think you and like it being when I'm a bit cranky. cranky. <laughs> yes. Good boy. That's it. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> You've got it you there. You've got it. Good boy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you get a treat. <laughs> I know what
1: they'll ask for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a treat. Some may,
2: some may uh, not, Melinda. Yeah,
1: you, you just um, don't know. Um, okay, so we might just go to our wrap-up question. Yeah, yeah, I think that
2: covered some really interesting yeah, ground. I'm excited
3: about that CBD oil.
1: Yeah, so. I've got yeah.
2: to find. I've got to
3: find it. I um, it's buried deep in my. I actually it's did. Okay, a, I did Karen. a course on it with, and it was a company, and I think they've got a website, and I'll, I'm, I'm going to dig into it. I, I couldn't find it. I went on to all the stuff to see if I could prescribe it, but I couldn't find it in the... Uh, we've got a site that has okay, all the, all yeah. the products. Well, I could not find it. You I've asked our sorry, company going. to get
2: some.
1: All right, some cool. Well, reasons, I, know, yeah. I have got Whether your website works, details. Know, but, yeah, but it's worth a
3: try.
2: Oh, gosh, yeah. Because
3: Imagine those, if it know? does. Look, yeah. if, if, it, it, if it does, it'd be... Revolutionary. Even just helping a bit. Just like helping Most of them just help a bit. It's just like, oh... Yeah. But some mm. of it's terribly. It's like it's burning. It's really oh, painful. Well, that's what my and if you can just say, oh, has. it's just nat- rather than mm. really burning, it's it's warm. Yeah, you right. Know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can so live it's more with bearable. Warm, you know, yep. I can okay. live with that. So yeah. I don't know, but I'll try and find it. Okay. Weird. Yeah. But this is <laughs> how your brain can cope with things. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yes, and so got, I do. This isn't about that the CBD oils that mm. we do. Like I've had a really good success with it because I'm getting some people coming back now. Yeah. With their and what they notice is they're still anxious, but they're coping better. Yes. They don't care as much about being – it's it's yes. decreased a bit, but it's like, oh, it's i anxious, I'll just get can, on with
2: it. I was having a chat to my niece yesterday about eating disorders and stuff and the rules mm-hmm. people have around food, yep. and it would be interesting to see, obviously, it might help with that sort of kind of compulsive thinking or, yeah. yeah.
3: Who knows? Possibly. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of – yeah, it's like, like you're there's anxiety, not a lot immune, of data. There's not a lot of data. Sometimes Yet. if they're too young, you can't – well, you mm. can use it, but you've got to be a bit careful mm. with it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just in terms of eating disorders, it's an oil. Oh, yes. Think, oh my yeah, God, yeah. No, that will play into that because it will have you know, they can yeah. be yeah.
2: quite like mm. that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. disordered yeah. eating, yeah, eating yeah. disorders.
3: Yeah,
1: cool. Okay. Yeah. We've so enjoyed this chat, Karen. It's We've covered a lot of ground. Had a few laughs. Oh, no. laughs.
2: Gone on a few different tangents. Yeah, yeah. For that I apologise. I also apologise for talking over the top of people.
1: <laughs> we love having a doctor in residence. <laughs> <which is laughs> I love that title. Yeah, yeah. a title yeah. We've, put bes- to my name, we've bestowed yeah. <laughs> upon you. Um, so it is now time for our wrap-up question and this week we're taking a bit of a different tangent because we have had you on the show before as a guest and we've already asked you our regular wrap-up question. So here it is. Is there anything you would tell younger women who are about to enter that perimenopause stage about how best
3: to prepare for sex during menopause. Okay. Well get your sex life on track before menopause. Make sure you've already communicated well with your husband, partner. Make sure that you still enjoy sex. There's a you know, and that you keep it interesting because if you've been to also you've been together for a long time. You know, don't think you just know everything about your partner. Probably don't. You mm-hmm. can explore things, do different things. Be prepared that maybe things are going to change. It doesn't matter. Life is always changing. It doesn't yep. have to be worse. It's just changing. You might find you gain more confidence. You might get a higher libido. Mm. You know? But it's not. you're not unattractive when you're in menopause. That's the take-home message. Yeah. As you're, a, you're still a vibrant woman. Mm. Yeah. And it's not about, you know, you can still enjoy sex yep. when you're in menopause and post-menopause. Awesome. Yeah, so <gasps> remain curious. Remain curious mm. as to
2: yeah. what next.
3: Mm. Sometimes it can be the best thing for people because they have to change. It's yes. like oh, it's not just uh, wham bam thank you, man. It's like hang on, I need a bit more than that now. And all of a sudden, mm. excuse me, both partners, I'm not done.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> but both now, both both you know, both partners might enjoy it. Like oh, yeah, okay, we haven't tried that. That's an interesting. Yeah. So it can actually be, uh, it can you it can be a time when you can actually
2: improve your Yeah, and yeah.
3: And and if and you haven't got children around, so you can actually you've yeah, got a lot yeah. more freedom then as well. So there's a lot yeah.
2: of yeah positives about it as well. Can yeah. I just say, we've also talked a lot about, and I mentioned, you know, women with female partners before, mm. and, you know, we talk about, but there's a lot of people out there that are single that are still going through mm. the same yep. thing. So once again, it's just remaining curious and doing some investigation as to mm-hmm. what floats your boat. And also don't <laughs> apologise for being menopausal.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't apologise. If you, if you are single, it's, oh, I've, I'm, I'm in menopause and- um, um, you know, I, I could be, you know, super, have a very super high libido. Um, yeah. And, and menopause, or I might have a low libido, and the partner might say, she's so have It's great. I'm a yeah. fantastic. Yes,
2: exactly. Because you know, mm. I could imagine yeah. singles re entering mm. the dating scene as a, you know, menopausal woman who yeah. may not have a libido. That's a whole other. Yeah. But know mm. that
3: a lot of other people don't either. So if they're yeah. dating another woman, those women might not too, and other yes. men and yeah. men might not So be mindful too. of yeah. that. So mm. you don't need to think, oh, my gosh, this there's something terribly wrong. That could be the, an absolute tick in the box for someone. Yes. Yeah, right. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And also just being open, saying, like, I'll need to use lubricant. And they'll be there, great, good. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. You know? yeah. <laughs> so happens I have a cupboard full of it. <laughs> <laughs> i just have to bring a,
2: a prepared some earlier. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You see those
2: scenes in the movie where they go into the bathroom and check out what's in their medicine. Oh yes! yes. Imagine going in, seeing a Uh, whole
3: evolution, and going, "Yes,
0: we're on the same page." (laughs) Exactly. So,
3: so it's it's interesting. You know, you you don't don't uh, don't think you're kind of some of your changes are actually a negative for some people either. yeah It might be a positive. Because yep, cool. your husband may or a, or your partner may there's also There's a lid has. for every saucepan. <laughs> there's a <laughs> exactly. lid for every saucepan. Even a fry pan. Yes.
1: <laughs> Another great takeaway moment there. Takeaway message. So that's it from us today. We will put a link to Karen's, I was about to say business Karen, but it's your clinic. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Where you can access more information, certainly about the CBD oil. oil. And don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at don't give a 50 or email us at hello at dot 50comau and remember our gorgeous 50 issues life is for living don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome regardless of age and living and aging great sex not just a privilege, it's a something else. <laughs> <pleasure-ish>,
3: <laughs> I something else word. really good.
2: <laughs> so good that I can't think <laughs> and of Keep an eye on the lunar cycle ladies, that's my voice. And there's a lid for every saucepan. <laughs> that's pro- the take home <laughs> message.
3: <Yeah. laughs> thank you Karen. Yeah, thank oh, you you're so welcome. much. That was so much fun. So thank awesome. you. You're so easy to talk about. Certainly not sounding
2: sexy (laughs)
0: right now.